0: Just so you know, everything you're about to hear is a lie. Do not believe false prophets. Elsewhere.
1: Four decades ago, something was born. Designed to be at once new and old. A memory and a premonition. Aesthetically addictive and indefinably cool. A beast made from man, whose animal nature somehow defines our very humanity. Blurring the line between pop culture and popular myth, this legend in blue has been told through video games, television, films, and our very dreams. He's blue. He's fast. He likes chili dogs. May he guide us beyond the sound barrier and usher us to his boundless world. This is Elsewhere Presents Sonic the Podcast for fans. Oh, hey everybody welcome to the podcast my name is Griff I'm a little embarrassed to announce that we are once again changing the name of the podcast uh, due to the last episode I want to just make it really clear so now the new name uh, and hopefully the, the permanent name is elsewhere presents Sonic the podcast just for fans uh, you know um, I want people who uh, to listen to this show who are dedicated uh the, the the fandom is really welcoming but you know there's other shows that uh uh people who are new to sonic can get into um uh i want this one to be uh for the the, the true believers you know for the real uh human beings that love sonic the hedgehog you know we're recording today from my apartment this is a temporary thing uh, you know uh, el- elsewhere the company that uh i co-owned my sister We are a uh, software company. We make uh, lots of uh, applications for phones and uh, and computers, uh, mostly used in the medical field, uh, mostly involving like neuroplasticity and uh, you know working with like you know human emotions and stuff. All all this stuff that is is great, and I'm very dedicated to uh, in all of my waking hours. That's not dedicated to the show, Uh, but because of our work, we need to expand, and sadly, there's no more room. For the recording studio. So we had to move lab equipment into the recording studio. We tried to do the show last time with the equipment in the studio. It was a little distracting for Wade. Uh, In our interview today, uh, man, I mean, look, that episode was fine. Uh, This is going to be great. We have uh, one of my favorite fan fiction writers. You know, I've only been a Sonic fan for a few weeks now, but I'm already uh, getting plugged into fan fiction uh, and reading these uh, these amazing stories that even though they're not part of the Sonic canon, they feel like such an integral element of it. Um, and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to adding to that world as well. Uh, but more than anything, I'm excited to get you guys to our interview of Dan Dominguez, aka Sonic Road 182, and uh, we'll jump right into that. Also, stay tuned for the ad break. We have a really exciting announcement. But first, let's get to that interview with Dan Dominguez. Okay, uh, I am here with uh, fan fiction author Dan Dominguez, uh, sometimes known by his screen name, Sonic Road 182. Thanks for having me, Griff. I'm just so happy to be here. This is a really nice apartment. Uh, Normally, we have the show at Elsewhere headquarters, but uh, for reasons I won't go into, that today... You know, we're doing the thing at my apartment. What happened? Uh, yeah, there's some disagreement between me uh, and uh, the other members of the staff as to how important uh, podcasts are. Personally, I think it's 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 really important, you know, yeah. to express yourself.
2: Yes, absolutely. I think self-expression is the most
1: important thing. I'm so excited to get in and like talk about your work. But first, uh, I'd like to share with you some, uh, some Sonic the Hedgehog news of the day. I'm sure I know it. Oh man, well, okay. Have you heard about Michelle Obama's uh, dogs? Yeah, Sonic and Tails. Yeah, isn't that great? Do you
2: think that she named the white dog Tails because of the mutation that it has more
1: than one tail? I think I think it's because of the mutation, and uh, uh, some people have called that insensitive.
2: I don't think um, so. I think it's too uh, yeah,
1: me either. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's a wonderful homage to a wonderful character. Homage. Yeah. God, you're smart. Oh man, Th- thank you. That, that, God. That's it. I'm like. Uh, seriously like butterflies like actual butterflies from hearing you say that i hope you don't mind i've never heard that that's so original what does that mean oh like you know like uh the sensation the sensation of um it's it's like uh you you never heard someone say that they have butterflies in their stomach yeah
2: no that's so gross
1: you know i never really gave it much thought but that's why i mean i mean that's probably why you're such a good writer you know you 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 take these idioms and kind of break them apart
2: yeah yeah idioms what's a it's fine.
1: Well, okay. So the, the next little bit of uh, of news that I have here, and, and I don't know, like let, let's see what you think about this. Sure. Um, there's rumors that Michael Bay is working on a Sonic movie.
2: I heard that hard R rated. Yeah, really yeah. violent. I know that the Sonic games are maybe G, PG, but I think that there's a lot of sort of hidden violence, and then we'll, you know, I think we'll probably get a lot of a sense of the Sonic that doesn't hold himself back
1: when he has needs. If I can be completely forthcoming, the hard R uh, does give me pause. Um, How you know, come? oh, you know, like Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, t- to my mind, like you said, there's an implied violence, but I yeah. always like that uh, it still tackles these themes in a way that isn't necessarily grotesquely violent. The way like a Bomberman is is oh, violent. Sure. The way that a Crash Bandicoot is violent. I appreciate the restraint.
2: I don't know. I think I think a lot of the violence in the movie will be philosophical. I think that in the early. 70s when Sonic games first started appearing, I think at that time the culture wasn't ready for a more honest Sonic. Yeah, and I think that I think that there's a lot of subtext about loss um, and revenge in the games that I think. You know, that I like to bring out in my work, and I think that
1: Bay... Yeah, you, you just made reference to um, something that I haven't really put much thought into. Yeah. Those, are, those original, like, tabletop Sonic games from the 70s. Oh. I'll be honest, I haven't touched them. Really? That's, those are the only ones I haven't played. The, 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 they're the, so gritty. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, the no. game The games feel so slick and inviting. They're, they're, they're like, really gritty and, and kind of violent, I think. You know, the, you know in Robocop, Nuke, the mm. drug nuke
2: yeah. they use? that got that from the Sonic tabletop games. Sonic Pal Tales. And his main love interest, Frederica, uh, were both addicted to Nuke, and so Sonic wanted to find who invented Nuke and,
1: and stop them. I was wondering what where Frederica came from. You know, she's yeah. one of my personal favorite of, of his girlfriends, uh, and you know, the, the,
2: yeah, like, no, the, definitely. The, I mean, she, she's his first, mm-hmm. uh, and so in that sense, to me, his soulmate. But I mean, he has. He goes through so many women
1: i feel like if it's important to me yeah. to play all the sonic games i want to play the the the, the tabletop games man the, that, that anything pre-1980 i haven't even touched the world is
2: just so intimate mm-hmm. and it's so immediate it's so visceral i don't know if you've ever heard tarantino talk about his experience with the tabletop games but they informed kill bill and i think probably reservoir dogs too from what i can tell
1: um, so the last little bit uh, that we have here, and this is the part that's most exciting to me, yeah. and I'm sure you know about this already. They they announced a the new game. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sonic dimensions. Yeah. We can only speculate.
2: I mean, I think it'll be very Lovecraftian for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, the logo definitely implies that much.
2: I've never seen that many tentacles in a logo.
1: Yeah. Like the way that it it creates the word dimensions, almost like it's ensnaring the sonic.
2: Yeah. And the very real looking scientist who's you can see in his eyes that he he wanted to see. But then he saw too much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, And here's the craziest thing. That's not robotnik he's not the last one anymore um, so that's exciting uh, any other speculations about uh, about sonic dimensions
2: I mean i don't know i My hope is that they all start at four different points in a level and they have to run at each other hmm. and I hope you can hear each other or whatever so that people can you know shout profanity or epithets or whatever each other is they're coming toward each other, and then the climax I'm hoping it's either violent. Or sexual, or both.
1: Yeah, I, I tend to turn my mic, uh, the mic off. I don't like it when people say the bad words. Why? I mean, you know, after a while, it's it just feeling like you being yelled at by strangers, you know?
2: Oh, I don't. That gives me such a rush.
1: Are you guarded? Do you feel like a guarded person? Not, not so much these days. I'm on some new medication that sort of, like, brings down those, um, those barriers, like, helps me feel, like, less shame. Yeah. I, I can tell you for sure, like, I, even a month ago, I couldn't have done this podcast
2: to me, that's such a big thing. I congratulate you for oh, getting you. there. I, what I like, to, I like to practice to make sure that I'm not socially nervous or anything like that is I'll just, whatever comes into my head, I'll practice just saying it. Yeah. I'll, let me count to three, and let's both do it at the same time. Just whatever comes to our head. Uh-huh. One,
1: two, three, five, twenty, schma. Oh, that's interesting. The onomatopoeia counts? What, yeah, is that what that was? Uh, I I believe so. Yeah. It doesn't
2: have to be words. It can just be whatever. It can be, it be like whatever. Shma. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so free.
1: Flar, danza. What is that? Uh, that was mine. That was my honest. It's fine. Like who who's your favorite like canon Sonic character?
2: Chewbacca. He's the loaf of bread uh, from the fourth game, the one where Sonic finally finds the sword his dad left him. Right, and the sword's in the bread. The sword is in the bread, and he pulls it out, and the bread's like, oh, I'm really alive. I was dead until you pulled the sword out. And he's like, my name is Chewbacca. I mean, Sega had to pay so much money to George Lucas, but it was worth it just because of the...
1: It's a great re- reference, too. It it, it it makes part of the text all of the, like, Star Wars influences that are on Sonic the Hedgehog.
2: I mean, yeah. They use so much terminology from Star Wars. The
1: Force. I mean, like, there's basically a Death Star in it, so...
2: I mean, not... Ba- I mean, yeah, the one that Dr. Robotnik rides around on. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And. yeah. I've always thought that he powers it with his orgasm.
1: So it's, it's funny. Like, I, like, that gives me a good idea of like what you were sort of taking in when you were playing these games, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know if you played them as a kid or, or, or what, but... Uh... No, I came to it
2: very late. I came to them in, in my 40s. I was living in, with my parents, and they were very resentful. I found an old Sega Genesis in a shoebox at a Goodwill, and I brought it back home, and I was just so angry um, because my parents were always arguing, and so this this was sort of an outlet for me. I just started playing it. When I realized what Sonic was trying to say, that's when I wrote Sonic Road, because I felt like, the, the subtext in the game needed to become the text.
1: Yeah, it, you just mentioned this sort of, like, idea that Robotnik charges his machines with the power of his orgasm. Yeah. And that's in that story. And, you know, like when you say it out loud, I hope you don't mind me saying me saying this. Uh, like, like, when you say it out loud, that sounds like maybe, like, to some listeners that that might be kind of gross or whatever oh i don't th- well th- I, I would invite them to read the read the story it is it's chi- handled
2: delicately yeah it's not it's but, not and
1: chillingly though
2: yeah no i think that there's there's real fear in the animals that have to watch him get to that point with his yeah. body
1: yeah and, 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 it, and it's interesting too how it's like like this like very very detailed description of uh his release Then being converted into fuel and then back into his own body, so he's like part of the machine. You see the
2: circle, yeah. You see the circle, yeah, 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 like in Lion King, the circle of life. You know, it's where there is uh, birth, there is death, and then there's birth and rebirth.
1: And then when you look at it like that, what's the difference between us and the machines? There's no difference.
2: I have always said we are machines, and I got kicked out of elementary school because of it. That's Uh, tragic. It's okay. It's okay. I then you know eventually. Uh, I found myself, I'm not going to say unemployable, but it was definitely hard to get a job when I wouldn't stop going on about that. And then, you know, that's that's why I found Sonic. My blog is called Sonic Road and mm-hmm. I i am on my Sonic Road and I'm glad to meet you on my Sonic Road. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy to be met. Yeah. You know, it's been a lonely road. This is the first time I really feel like I'm meeting a fellow traveler.
2: So rarely do I hear people call me that. And uh, thank you. Take I would take your hand.
1: Uh, we're going to get back to the rest of my interview with Dan Dominguez after a little bit of an ad break. Uh, Can I stay
2: here tonight? I don't, my parents won't let me sleep in the living room because I've been shouting.
1: Uh, it, it would be an honor. I, I only have the, the, I mean, like my only furniture is, is my mattress. Is that, sure. would that be weird? No,
2: no, I mean, you have, I, I It's fine.
1: Uh, so here's a little update for the uh, Pitchin.fund slash Rocket Rabbit campaign. Uh, we got a publisher. Nintendo is coming in to publish the Rocket Rabbit game. The amazing support from Sonic fans to help make this game happen. Seeing this, this game, uh, which started out as, as a completely original IP, uh, its own thing, to see it sort of flourish as this almost sort of like indirect uh, Sonic fan project uh, has been amazing. We, we have gotten over a million dollars in support at this point. And because of that, uh, I am announcing our new stretch goal. If we can get up to two million dollars, we're going to release on all major platforms and Steam. So you're going to be able to play this thing uh, uh, on the go you're going to be able to play it on your cue box uh anything you want if we can get to that two billion stretch goal we can make this thing for anything and look hey look we already got a publisher right the game's going to get made but man i want to i want to show them that people want this game uh, the way i'm kind of looking at, at this game is people pe- people played sonic syndrome and they loved it that game did way better than anyone thought it was going to do definitely outsold any like pre-existing sonic game so uh I, you know, the way I'm looking at Rocket Rabbit is it's like Sonic Syndrome 2. If you love Sonic Syndrome, play Sonic Syndrome 2. And, you know, those other stretch goals uh, uh, are are in effect. Uh, again, I still haven't talked to Phil or, or uh, Mr. Gibble about their involvement yet, but hopefully they'll be uh, fine. I've been having a hard time getting in touch uh, with either of them. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, I know that they're very dedicated to... Uh, to uh at least me i mean they were on the show so they they obviously loved me enough to talk to me about uh, to talk with me about video games um anyway yeah so that's a little update i'm very excited Uh, thank you to nintendo for uh having faith in 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 us and thank you to the fans for uh getting us as far as we've gotten um i can't wait to update you guys next week uh all right uh, let's get back to the interview with dandamans Okay, uh, we're back uh, with Dan Dominguez here, the uh, fan fiction writer, one of my uh, personal favorites.
2: Can I ask what, com- what commercials do you play when you're around? when we take a break.
1: Oh, uh, it's a uh, we have a little bit of a, of a fundraising uh, campaign going okay. for. Um, th- there's a game that uh, that uh, we're working on here at Elsewhere. A Sonic game? Uh, no, see, um, not technically. Although uh, it's been kind of embraced as like a Sonic fan project but it's called rocket rabbit oh uh, okay that's my own personal well i guess i can't really call him like a sonic fan character because i can't technically connect this to anything sonic related okay but uh uh you know um an article was written about it on uh, ironpixel.com and uh it was actually ironically i think it was meant to drum up like negative buzz about it oh no uh, why what about rocket rabbit uh, i don't want to go into it but the, the the writer of that article and, and i had a had a disagreement. Uh, and we shared some words. It's 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 on the podcast. Uh, you know what
2: Sonic would do if he had a disagreement with someone like that? What would he do? He would take he would take that man's rings. You got to be strong, Griff. You got to if someone disagrees with you, you take his rings.
1: I only have I only have influence in my own domain. You know? Yeah. Since that episode, I I I do feel like I kind of like I I lost my temper. And Good.
2: That's what Sonic would do. Yeah, but um. You just let go. You let the animal go into you, and then you let the animal take his rings. I know that sometimes people are afraid of their darkness, but on Sonic Road, it's not always day. It's Sometimes it's night on the road.
1: Yeah, that's... Okay, so that brings us to your blog and your yeah. main story, the Sonic Road yeah. series. Yeah,
2: I also make JPEGs. Yeah. Of Sonic... Eating fun food, but like they wouldn't have to go into that.
1: No, yeah, I, I, I and I enjoy when those pop up, but I'm really there for the stories.
2: Huge cakes, anyway. The stories we can go into yeah. the
1: stories. Where does your inspiration come from?
2: It comes, it comes from us. It comes from my life. I, it's my opinion that everyone we're all a part of the same machine. We all come from the same machine, and so when I write my specific truth, I'm really I'm writing everybody's truth, um, which is why I think most people whether they would admit it or not, live with their parents, like I do.
1: I notice that in your work, you much prefer building your own cast of characters in, in this world yeah. than using the existing ones.
2: You know, I mean, I have Sonic. Mm-hmm. I have uh, Tails. Uh, I call him Frails mm-hmm. because he represents the winter in all of our hearts. And yeah. so he's, you know, he's fragile. He's emotionally, physically, but... You know, other than that, yeah, I like to make up a rotating cast of characters. They're all on the road together.
1: What is the road?
2: I think that the road is life. I think I think the road is, and we talked about this a little before. The road is a circle. Mm-hmm. There is no start and there is no end. We we think that we are there is a start because we're born and then we die. But as soon as we die, you know, we become fuel, and then that goes into the machine, and then the machine utilizes that fuel, like Robotnik right. does with his with his machine and then that comes back into being another animal uh or or person and then if that person gets mad at you at a chuck e cheese because you're in the ball pit and you're too old then you take his rings
1: when you when you say take his rings yeah. I, I get the impression and, it, it, and, you, and you use this term in your stories a lot and i'm starting to realize now this is part of a worldview. Uh, when you say take their rings, like yeah. what does that mean to you? Because that, that's clearly a metaphor. I mean, I can only take one or two rings off of an actual human being. If they have piercings, maybe that's up to six, seven. But I don't think that's what you mean. I think you mean like figuratively take the rings or, or, or am I wrong?
2: I don't, I didn't. So I was kicked out of elementary school very young for my opinions. I, I call them opinions, but let's be honest. We're in, we're in, we're, we're machines and we're, we're made by machines. And so what I, I don't know a lot of the words for um, writing words. You said omelet uh, um, 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 mama Pia earlier, yeah. and yeah. I, I first thought you were making fun of me and I was going to take your rings, and then I saw the look on your face and I knew that you weren't. I knew that you were a fellow traveler on the road, as you say. Yeah. So when you say figurative, what do you mean?
1: Uh, like, like metaphorical. I'm, and what does that mean? Okay, uh, um, Like, uh, like when you say rings, you don't, mean rings
2: no i'm literally i mean you i know you said there's only six or seven rings on a person but you'd be surprised
1: where um i'm excited and almost afraid to ask where on a human being uh is there rings
2: uh the intestine has four
1: that's for that's that's fascinating Mm -hmm. i'd I'd love to pick your brain more on this in in in, in the future but uh uh, i'm afraid we won't won't uh,
2: do you have wheat thins yeah, sure. I love wheat thins.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: we don't have to. I don't have to eat them now. I mean, just mean.
1: Tonight. Well, yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna have to, we're gonna spend a lot of time together, and and I, I kind of want if you, I would love a crash course uh, in the location of my rings. Do you know what you're asking? I'd, I'd love it if you told me.
2: So everyone has five rings. There's one around the intestine and four on the heart, and those are energy. If someone does something to you. You can take their energy, and then you're stronger.
1: If you could put a number on it, um, how many how how many rings have you accumulated?
2: I would say, with all the different disagreements I've gotten into in the Rite Aid by my parents' house, and the Chuck E. Cheese by my parents' house, and the CBS by the Rite Aid, I probably have my fourteenth.
1: It's fascinating. Dan, if you don't mind my saying... I
2: You can call me Dan, or you can call me any word. I mean, we're connected now. I want to give you one of my rings.
1: I'd love to take one of your rings. I I only have the five that I was born with, and uh, there's a part of my mind that wants to reject this idea, but then there's a part of my mind that knows it's true on some level. Even if I don't completely believe it yet, I, I, I can't wait to pick your brain further you know we're gonna have a whole night to hang out we're gonna play some sonic team racing hopefully
2: oh great um, that is that is absolutely one of the darkest of the sonic games for yeah sure.
1: more dynamite than you would expect uh, in a sonic game just uh, the
2: right amount i yeah.
1: think i'm really looking forward to spending some time and kind of learning more of of this philosophy i don't know if you're the progenitor of this idea of rings but are you the only one that believes this
2: for now i mean i have people that write to me and they they have an open mind i think that eventually everyone will see, and then we can all be on the road together, and then we'll be free.
1: It's a lot to think about, and, and I have a lot of learning to do. You, know, you do? I, I thought Sonic the Hedgehog was just a, a, a video game series, you know? And, and that being a fan of it was loving the series, but then I see, like, not only your robust creativity, but your robust spirituality.
2: Are you making fun of me? No. What does robust mean?
1: Oh, um, forgive me, uh, uh, um, oh, all the other words are also problematic, like burgeoning, I can't say that. Burgeoning? Uh, Is that
2: when two birds get married?
1: Yeah. No, uh, no, it's not. No? Well, I, I I don't know, I don't know why I said yes to that, I think I just wanted to make you happy.
2: Oh, well then, I'm happy.
1: I can see now that the games were... Do
2: you have a shower here? I do. That's great.
1: I can see now that the games were, were a door... Mm-hmm. and you're helping me walk through the door and and uh Griff. uh Griff. now I really am on the road.
2: You were always walking toward the door. I just pointed at the door. Oh
1: man, it was so great having you.
2: It's just it's just great to have a place to sleep and uh you know, it's been a it's been a while since I ate, so that's really nice.
1: So, we're going to bust out the weed things and turn on the video games. We're going to have a good time. Uh as far as listeners, I, I will see you elsewhere. Skazra zip zow. How's that? Was that better? No.
0: The Elsewhere podcast was created by MC Griffin, edited by Alicia Mason, and produced by Jason Kyle Hammonds. Griff was played by MC Griffin. Sonic Road 182 was played by Dan Dominguez. Music by Max Rapka. Episode art. By Colin Greenhalge and Alicia Mason. You can see episode art and information on ElsewhereShows.com. E-L-S-E-W-A-R-E-Shows.com. Were you able to uh, to go by and visit Mom today?
1: Oh, no. It's, I actually haven't seen her in a little while.
0: She was talking about getting together for dinner or something. Yeah, that, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a... We're both real busy. She knows we're busy, so... Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I I feel weird because I haven't... I told her I'd uh, call her right back after this, like, fight and... um, Yeah, and you didn't. No. Yeah, and that was, like, weeks ago,
0: Mm -hmm. so... Uh, On a scale from 1 to 10, how do you feel about that?
1: Uh, Like, 1.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: Off to a good start. (laughs) On that note,
0: how often are you taking uh, the pills?
1: I'm not exceeding 12.
0: Are you getting close? I'm 12. Um, Should I be
1: taking them less or?
0: No, I just want to know, you know, if you're starting to reach closer to that maximum level, are you plateauing?
1: It's just, it's like, it's like the way I felt before, even before my condition. Like, it's like, I just take them as often as I can to keep me feeling not like that. Um, Do you feel
0: faint anymore? Because I know that's. Was the crux of, you know...
1: No, 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 I haven't... uh,
0: Maybe we'll get you an MRI later. Okay. Any of those body changes, sweat, hair, food cravings, sexual cravings, anything like that?
1: It's so funny. Like, you asked me about food cravings yesterday, and, like, I I I haven't been eating at all. But then, like, today I ate, like, a horse. I had, like, a a chicken sandwich, Mm -hmm. um, and I saved, like, half for later... But then I had like three croissants from the break room. So I just decided, well, if I'm going to eat three croissants, I just have the other half of that sandwich, yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then a whole avocado and like half a thing of crackers.
0: And we're still going to lunch after this, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm looking forward to it even. I'm starving. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Okay.
0: Um, What about emotionally? Have you found yourself being more sentimental, more angry? um, More spiritual.
1: Spiritual, I would say, more spiritual. Like, like feeling more, like, in tune with uh, my feelings and their relationship with the universe.
0: Okay. So, I want you to think about, back when we were kids, it didn't take much for me to realize why or where the JCPenney's mom's monthly jc penny magazines were going
1: yeah you, you you found my treasure
0: trove yeah and they weren't you know a thing that belonged to you some of the, the the playboys the other ones those were yours but mom's magazines were missing and she was pinning that on me
1: in hindsight it should, yeah. should have been obvious
0: how guilty did you feel about taking them then
1: Okay, like I felt, I felt like an eight, guilty, taking them. I I felt like a ten when you found when you found them, and all the other like hustlers and the uh, Victoria's Secret catalogs and stuff that I had stashed under there. Oh, and like the 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 porn I drew myself was especially like that felt very like personal and 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 very shameful at the time. So yeah, like a ten. Mhm.
0: Mhm. It it was very personal. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What about now?
1: Zero. <laughs> like, kids do that.
0: Yeah, that's fairly... Yeah. Um...
1: Like, like a, a couple weeks ago, though, I probably would have still felt pretty bad about that.
0: Especially me bringing up yeah. the... Uh... Yeah, like, it's a little
1: weird to talk to your sister about the porn that you're looking at, but Not. not it's I'm fine. It's fine.
0: Yeah. I but, mean... Uh,
1: like, I, like I, I can, like... Like, perspective, like, I can see that you know, that's a thing that kids go through. I'm not, like, different or weird or anything.
0: I didn't, I didn't go through that.
1: Yeah, you know, and then we, we all have different journeys. We're all on a different road. Yeah. I'm on my road, you're on your road, you know.
0: Um, so, does your road have anything to do with this? cease and desist letter that I received from uh, the Sonic Company.
1: Uh huh. Uh.
0: And that this isn't the first one oh, shit. that they've sent? How, just, you know, on a scale from one to ten, how shitty do you feel about not telling me about this? Uh,
1: uh ten? I'd be even more in trouble if I didn't
0: say ten, right? <laughs> I told you already. That this would happen. This is them nicely. This is me nicely saying, please stop. Yeah. Yeah. If you wanna make a game, talk to me. We'll make a game. But we can't make this game. You can't make this game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. You're right. You good? Yeah, you're gonna log. you to log the, the the data.
0: The shame that was ten, that right? was ten.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, ten ashamed. Uh huh. Good. As you should be. Yeah. So, one more thing. Since that's out of the way, um, how did you sleep last night?
1: Like a rock. You know, I never, I never told you, but like, I, you know, even before my condition, um. I had uh, a little bit of insomnia. That's that's done. I that, that never happens now.
0: That so yeah,
1: cool. I've been sleeping real. Well.
0: That's I mean, that's a very positive side uh, side effect of these, and I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell me within the last three weeks, have you seen an influx in? Dreams or what you remember from them. The- uh,
1: yeah, I, I have a hard time remembering my dreams, but I, I dream every night. Is that is, is that important? Like, is that part of the, my condition? Does that have something to do with?
0: No, I mean it could it could be a side effect of it could simply just be a side effect of the medication. Can you tell me any specific details or interesting or repetitive scenarios that you've had in any of your recent dreams?
1: Like repetitive, maybe at the beginning, like they'll kind of start in a familiar way, you know, but, like, uh, they tend to go, like, you know, vastly different directions. I, I, I don't, uh, uh, I don't stick to familiar scenarios very often in my dreams. Like, if you, like, like, you know, if I, if I find myself at, like, a, you know, like, a theme park full of, uh, raccoons or something, uh, for, like, more than one dream, like, I'm not gonna, like, stick around in that theme park. I'm gonna go and find out, like... What's out beyond the gates or whatever. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, um... That's great. So, I'm gonna take this and tomorrow... Right? uh, Well, I mean, we're... Lunch. Can I meet you there? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good, right?
1: Yeah, man, I can't, like, uh, you know... That'll be my second uh, chicken sandwich of the day, but um, I'm looking forward to it. Man, I'm really starving.
0: All right, it's on me. Uh, let's go. I'm going to enter this data. I'll meet you there. All right, cool. See you then.
2: That might be cool.com. You never know.